All right, so we're back and we're going to carry on from where we were talking for different types of lessons and we're moving into boot camps. So please. Yeah, so boot camps, I think the beginner boot camps have a lot of the same uh, characteristics as a beginner group lesson, except they're just more hours of it. So you get through it faster. Um, group setting, you know, all beginners learning new stuff, except if it's like a weekender, then you'll get three days, you know, in a row. So that that's a little bit more accelerated. Um, boot camps at a higher level. A lot of my performers take those. Have you seen them at the congresses where you have three days to learn a routine and then perform it on Sunday? Yeah. The challenges. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. Challenges. So that's kind of what I would consider an advanced level boot camp um, would be sort of like those challenges. And, and really it's, it's for performers who really want to take it to the next level. How fast can you learn this? How fast can you do it? Well, and can you do it on stage under pressure in three days? Yeah. And so that's really where you can test yourself uh, and challenge yourself. And so I think those are the advantages and you get to learn from, world-class instructors, right? right. I mean, our Yamule dancers take the Yamule bootcamp and they learn an entire choreography from Yamule, you know, in three days. It's crazy. That is. Yeah, Yamule is <laughs> so, quite, yeah, yeah, it's, some... it's difficult. It's a, I, I, I find Yamule, it's, it's very technical. It's beautiful, but yeah, it's highly technical. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Mm -hmm. um, and how... there are bachata bootcamps too. Yes, there, yeah. No, bootcamps are a great way of, of like, if you don't have a lot of time, to challenge yourself. I did a challenge in Dallas and I, I loved it. It was hard. for me, it was hard. It was very hard to do that, but I was new to Dallas and that was part of it. And, and just having moved there and taken on the challenge. Yeah. So yeah. A lot to learn in a small amount of time, but I like it. I like yeah. it. Yeah. It's exciting. Um, uh, he has a question here that how would you recommend students approach their own skill level when they were an advanced student in their previous school? Um, I guess I want to say how, how, I guess from an instructor, the question is, how does the instructor break it to the student? But then you, I, maybe you can answer that and then say, how do I, how, how would I know? How will I know where to place myself if the instructor is not telling me? Again, most students, we think we're more advanced than yeah. we are, or we judge our skill level based on our previous school, which is different in our new school. And that's a big ego kick. How would an instructor handle that? And then how should students try to handle that? Yeah, I mean, how would I know? I mean, how would I? Yeah, the ego. And like, I like, no, I'm. I, I know I'm better. I'm. I'm better. I mean, I. How to be self aware? I guess somebody else would have to tell you. I don't know. What would you think? It's difficult. Uh, <laughs> I went through that as a student. Actually, in tango, I went to a congress, and I went into advanced class, and the tango instructor said, how long have you been taking tango? Do you know this is an advanced class? <laughs> like, with attitude, it, it hurt. Oh, so, with an attitude. Oh, it's with tango, attitude, yeah. Like, you know this is an advanced workshop, right? I was like, oh. <laughs> anyway, but um, it's tough. Uh, um, what I tend to do if a student comes in is I will explain the different levels that we have. And I will also explain that, well, I mean, I kind of ask their <laughs> goals first. If, if their goal is social dancing, then we kind of take one route. If their goal is performance, then we take a different route. So okay. for the performers, we have Yamule. That means that you need to do everything 
in the Yamule style, which means if your goal is performance, being be able to spin a million times and stop on a dime, you got to go to our level one and learn, relearn how to do everything in the Yamule way. Right? Right. Now, if you just want a social dance, <clears throat> then that's, I mean, there's a million ways. Nobody's really wrong. Oh, okay. So, um, for social dancing, it's a bit different. Um, and that's why we offer both. We offer a social dancing track and a performance track. So to kind of make sure everyone gets what they want. Um, for social dancing, let's say someone comes in and they're intermediate from somewhere else. I'll tell them we have this level, this level, and this level. I'll send them videos of the of the choreographies of those levels mm -hmm. so they can see if they think they fit somewhere. Oh, and you let them figure it out I'll on their own them. almost. You, that's really smart, Marita. You're kind of you're letting them know in a very quiet way where do you think you fit, and hopefully, and you're you're, you're counting on hope, hoping that they have enough self awareness that they're placing themselves in the right category. Yeah, I, or, <laughs> and of course, they may be the lower level, and they can get there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think some people kind of have an idea. If I if you come in and I show you a Yamule video, and somebody's been spinning four times and running into a split, I mean. You can't <laughs> no. So um, then I will, if they're still really convinced they're higher than where they are, if I've seen them, if I haven't seen them, I kind of check it out, but I'll let them come in and I'll say, Hey, if you think you're a Yamole material, just come to our warm up and, and try it out and see how you feel. And usually um, people will know by then, or let's say they're not sure. I'll be like, come to the intermediate. If you think you can't hang or it's too hard, then we'll put you in the beginner. And so that's kind of what we've done recently. People will come to the intermediate and they'll just like, they're falling over on their single turns or whatever it may be. Then they're like, okay, we got to put you in beginner and then move up. Okay. So um, it, it's not a direct like attitude, like, no, you're not this, no, you're not that. But I do send them videos. Now I have all the material that I can send them and they can kind of, kind of go from there. Um, it's hard, it's hard to break it, but even in my teens, if you start a beginner, so many people are stuck with labels and it's just like, it doesn't matter. I don't know. I feel like the label is, I have to have labels just to separate the levels, right? Mm -hmm. I wonder, so is, is there another la label? If we could think of another label yeah. that wasn't beginner, right? <laughs> yeah. So I'll have like absolute beginner, beginner, intermediate, and then like Yamale. And then someone will be like, oh, great. I just graduated from absolute beginner to beginner. Great. <laughs> Mm -hmm. so was, you like, know, uh, I just need a, a name for the level. <laughs> and the truth is, students can learn, like, what do they say? The, the fundamentals, the first thing you learn, but it's the last thing you master. And there's always new techniques to yeah. learn. And as, you know, intermediate, advanced dancers, they should not hesitate to go and reassess uh, the basics and fundamentals. Uh, that's my opinion. I do know that how important it is, though. I went to an event. I mean, I paid to go to this event. It was an intermediate class. Uh, Super Mario was the instructor. And the students, back to back to back, as these follows, were, of course, all girlfriends hanging out. They were all beginners. And so we went through three or four rotations where I could not even learn. And I know I wasn't the only one because they got mis they misplaced themselves in the intermediate class when they were basic beginners. And that, you know, that is frustrating. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that they even realized it. That's where they were going. That, that's where they were yeah, passing. And, and, or maybe they do. But like she said, 
Nobody likes that title. We've got to come up with something. <laughs> yeah. I, I know. I, I like that. Nobody likes yeah. to think themselves beginners. There's got to be a way. I'm sure there is. It's, it's, all, it's semantics. You can just be as humble as I am and, you know, you know yeah. not, 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 have the, not have an <laughs> ego. Um, you can do level one, two, three. I don't know. But, and then, you know, some of my beginners, which is actually our second level, right? Not absolute beginners. will go to another class somewhere and they'll be intermediate. They'll be in an intermediate class and they'll be better than all the other intermediate people. So it's just like so the label doesn't matter. Your skill level matters. Mm -hmm. and, and that's happened to a lot of my students where they say they go elsewhere and they're like, I was the best one in this intermediate or I was in the best one in this advanced class. And here you have me labeled as a beginner. And I'm like, this is just a name. Like it's, it doesn't really reflect, you know. No. So. And also uh, to conclude, there's a difference, like you said before, in social dancing and what you can do there. Mm -hmm. And performance and performance a lot more detailed technique and you have to be uniform you can't be doing one technique for a left turn and person beside you doing a totally different technique so uh, they all got to be uniform yeah i mean i teach here the yamale project but if i were to go to some other city and join some other dance team they're going to expect me to use their technique Right. So I need to start from a lower level to start learning to adapt to their technique before I can go there. Because otherwise I'm just going to look crazy next to all the other couples. And you, you have, may have to relearn the dance. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's it. Now that I, I mean, I don't know. I'm sure someone has thought of it. But instead of saying beginner technique level, you need to go back to technique level. And then what people are knowing, they're just working on their technique. I don't know. Just or something. One thing is nothing wrong with revisiting your fundamentals at any level. Yeah, but I don't, even, I don't even think my ego would like oh, yeah. fundamentals. But if you said technique, like, oh, okay, I'm just working on my technique. <laughs> okay. I, I'm not beginner. I'm just revisiting well, you know, my technique. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a full-time dancer. I never have been. And I I had learned, you know, back in the day. And then a few late, a few years later, some instructor told one of my students, like, oh, yeah, Maritza dances from, like, the technique from five years ago. And I was just like, oh, hurt to my ego. So I was like, no, I'm not going to take this. So I, <laughs> and I called up. Um, uh, <laughs> How dare you say that? From Houston. <laughs> and so then I went over to him and I was like, so-and-so says this is my technique is old. And, he, and then Oscar from Houston was like, well, it is. And so we spent a whole, I drove to Houston for a day and we went, I was at a hotel and we practiced in the hotel. This was like. I don't know, eight years ago, he retaught me all my basics with like what's done now. Updated. And then, you know, yeah, updated. And I was like, oh, okay. So, and then my friend who was a beginner was like, why are you having so much trouble with this? I can do this right away. I'm like, well, because you haven't been doing this for this many years. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we're going to. So, uh, same thing. All right. We're going to take another break and we'll be right back. And we're back. And we were just talking about. Uh, different techniques and how they've changed over time. Yeah, I was mentioning during the break um, that in 1994, I was stationed in the military in Rhode Island and I would drive, that's how, how much I love dancing, to New York on the weekends to dance. And bachata was just beginning. And there, it was predominantly a Cuban dance back then. Um, now we have Cuban bachata and that's a special but back then it was all Cuban people and everybody thought I was Cuban just because I was there, just because I was there, nothing else. And it was very one, two, three, and then you take your hip and you just pop it up high, really, really high. And then you come over here and then and then the both the male and the female would pop their hips 
to the same side, go to the other side and pop their hips. And that was, you know, it almost like, it looked like they were peeing on a fire hydrant, you know? They would go one, two, three, and then pee on a fire hydrant, come back one, two, three, I mean, five, six, seven, and then pee on a fire hydrant. That's what it looked like. <laughs> and now it's updated. It's updated. <laughs> That's what it looked like a long time ago. Now it's it's become almost like a ballroom dance. It's very beautiful, very essential. Uh, yeah, it's very elegant. And how do we? Uh, how do people stay up on these changes as the dance evolves? Um, well, you have to keep keep an eye on what's trending. I would say uh, you can't just learn your style, close yourself off, and just keep teaching that because you will fall behind. It's like anything else. Everything's updating. Everything's developing. You know, you had the bachata and regular bachata, and now people are with sensual bachata, um, different kinds, a lot of different kinds of bachata, zoop chata. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even dance that. <laughs> so um, it's keeping up with the times. As I said, with salsa, I had to do that. I've had to do that multiple times with salsa over since I started in 2001. And, and I think it's the same with bachata. And people on my team, they'll learn, you know, basics of bachata. And then they'll go off and they'll find whatever headliners they love and start learning that. And, and, and a lot of those people, they, they're better than me at whatever style they've learned and, you know, done. And I think, I think that's a great thing. But you have to keep looking at what's out there and you have to keep taking those classes or private lessons with those instructors. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I mean, salsa was on one. Well, before that, what was it before? It was almost like mambo on one, on two. We're going back to mambo. You know, a lot more Afro-Cuban is yeah. coming. And now that we're more on two, uh, the salsa community all across the nation is now more on two. Uh, it's becoming more mm -hmm. Afro and more Mambo. Back, we're visiting back our original roots. Yeah. It's definitely... Uh, and that's I, I how love... you stay relevant. Yes, exactly. Nobody wants to... Yeah. Nobody, like me, uh, when, when I started teaching, I was like, I got to learn to teach on two. And I it was hard at first to go from one to two. I'm like, what's wrong with my brain? Why won't it? And then now I would... <laughs> I, I dance on one, but I really love two. I know, and uh, you inferred uh, multiple instructors, and sounds like you're encouraging people to go to more than one instructor in their dance journey. And mm -hmm. that seems... I do agree with that. I... Go ahead. Oh, um, I think that when you first start dancing, it's good to stick to one instructor for a while till you kind of get your bearings and your basics. But after that... I think it's 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 worth it to go to different instructors, learn different topics, um, learn different techniques because what may work for one person, you know, in a move may not work for someone else, and someone else may explain it better or have a different finger technique or turning your hand a certain way. And, and I think it's it's valuable to learn from different instructors and learn different styles of dance. Well, it definitely says a lot about you that you're able to to do that, let go of your students, not, you know, not have that type of control. Like it's all me or, no, or nothing because someone else may be able to explain that in a way that you understood that other person didn't. And, and that's good. That's really good. Um, what, remind us again, what events, classes or shows you have that you're promoting? I know you have a Thursday and a Sunday class. Can you talk about that again? Sure. Uh, every Thursday we have a salsa class at 7 p.m. and it's for beginners and intermediate. We have two different levels going on at the same time. Don't need a partner. 
and you don't need any experience. And then on Sundays at 4.30, we have a bachata class. That one is the only beginner level right now. Um, same thing, you don't need a partner and you don't need experience. And the classes that we offer are $15 per class or $50 for four classes. And if you buy that four class package, you can mix and match salsa and bachata classes. And that's a 360 entertainment powerhouse. Yeah, yeah. There's a, a beautiful dance studio as well. So one final question, what advice, like the key advice, something they can take and carry with them, would you give to dance students or dancers at any level that they could follow with them through the, their dance journey? The takeaway, yeah, a takeaway. Um, that would be consistency wins the race. Okay. You have to be consistent. Keep on pushing, keep on learning, keep on going. You will hit plateaus. You got to get past them. And secondly, you want to be realistic with the time that you have for the goals you've set. And that's going to oh, help you be nice. patient with your journey. You have to be realistic with your time. That's great. I know I started dancing when I was 35. Uh, you know, I missed, I wasn't dancing since I was seven or eight. So am I going to, is it going to take me 10 years to be a performance level? Am I going to be able to do performance level? You know, because I mean, I, it depends. Are you yeah. competing? You can perform, yeah. you can perform Barney style, you know. Well, at what level? It's like, you <laughs> yeah. know, I, for 20 years in the army, I'm pretty beat up. You know, will I ever be able to do the splits? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but even on a smaller scale, sorry you know if you you have a full-time job and a family and a side gig and this and that and you want to become this amazing dancer you have to be realistic okay I have one hour on these three days a week where am I going to spend it how am I going to be efficient at it should I get a mentor to tell yeah. me what would be the best way you know things like that with your time not not like oh I'm too old no, sorry, <laughs> but you're right time management and expectations are definitely something yeah. that everyone Yeah, I think if you can do. afford it, definitely. I mean, if you don't have a lot of time, definitely the, uh, if you can afford it, get private lessons to make the most of your time. Yep, I think all students can benefit from that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Marita, it has been an honor to uh, for you to share some of your time with us and to talk. I think uh, this information will be very valuable to the dance community. I hope we get listeners to grab hold of that. Yes, thank you so much. You are amazing, amazing dancer. I saw the video and your energy is, is just awesome. And I can't wait to get back Thank on the dance so floor I'm with you. I'm very grateful you guys reached out to me. Sorry. I can't wait to get I'm back on the dance floor. I'm very grateful you guys reached out to me. Well, it, it, yeah, you were on the list. <laughs> but I want to get on the dance floor with you. And that's one thing about podcasts. People interrupt and it's called the natural flow of a conversation. It's, it's really reduces the stress. Of trying to be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, all right. Then we're going to thank you for your time. Uh, any message for the listeners before we go? No. Just make sure and visit Maritza Rodriguez. We can find you on YouTube, right? If we want to see you dancing. Maritza Rodriguez, Oklahoma. Yeah, I guess so. That's how I found That's it. What you could research. I mean, uh, search. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So. Uh, uh, the website is uh, salsaokc.com. All right. Okay. Well, thanks again, the lovely Maritza Rodriguez. Uh, have a great day. We hope to see you on and uh, talk to you on our next uh, podcast. Yes, you guys on the dance floor. Bye bye. <laughs>